long time no see. Yeah, what did that? You're the ballerina. Why are you so good at that? Hi everyone. Welcome back to another episode of A Drink with Mary and Mina. Um long time no see. A lot of shit has gone down in our personal lives so we had to kind of stagit stagit gonna for stagit. Is that stagit. a Nepalese word? Khai. Stagit is like stop there. Puna biram, puna biram. Puna biram full, full stop. Stagit. Yeah. Stagit. I guess so. I, I don't biram. know. Puna ek shin korai puna biram. Koma lagi bhancha Nepali ma. I guess all the all Yeah. I'm I'm not podcast la all the I was going I don't know why I was going to go cheers ke it's the weather. I want some drink but I can't. I had one yesterday. Well, few yesterday so I'm really okay with not drinking. It's funny how she starts she said one day. It it was era drink ham though. So and then it just turned out to be a bit few. Anyhow, I hope you guys been well. It's been a long long time. Few of you have DM'd us like when's the new episode coming out? And honestly, what happened? My anklet just broke. Oh. Okay, her anklet just broke. She it's literally it. my first time using it as a But, You know, Nepali saying they have There's a Nepali saying called bandar ko hatman noribo. father ko khutta ma nali hol now apparently you know oh, yeah. but yeah a few of you have been asking where have we been uh, we've actually been nowhere <laughs> but I mean, everywhere you 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 had a holiday aligate i've had i've not you had a holiday a... i've had a roller coaster uh, I mean, ride for she... the past 2 3 months I well mean, if you've noticed hamro um, some of you've said get well soon to me on our story because yeah <laughs> she's in the hospital after that a few days later she goes on a holiday <laughs> and then comes back her dad goes to the hospital <laughs> <laughs> so it's a bit chaotic oh but everyone's fine goodness. if you're asking yeah i know fine for i'm now. fine i stayed four nights And these guys were so lovely. They're like for the first time in my life, these guys were lovely to me. Who? <laughs> you guys. <Asma. laughs> oh. You know when you're ill, you have to pretend <laughs> anyway. so that they come back to the harsh world. But for the first uh, stay at the hospital, it was lovely, 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 lovely. You have to say the same. <laughs> yeah. Um. Basically, I went in because I couldn't breathe. I hadn't been able to breathe properly for two weeks, but I was denying it. Oh. Then, oh. Prior to that, I'm sorry. So we were supposed to record on that day, no? And our studio got locked up. That's a long story again. So Mina Didi, I was like, do you not do you not need to go to hospital because you're sounding pretty bad? But she was coughing and then she kept coughing and have like coughing fit. She's like, I know, I know. This is just it just keeps coming and going. I got so much better now, and I'm like, you really sound like you should be at the hospital. And then what was it that same night or the next day you went there? I think so. Some somewhere along the somewhere line. Somewhere along the yeah. lines, and then she sends. Okay, what's that? I walked in hoping, basically. No, she I was working. Work. I was working upstairs. I was I was looking after patients, and then I thought, okay, I think I'm I'm a bit too tired today. I'm gonna go home, but I thought I'll walk down to A and E on my way out and see what the queue is like, and maybe got get checked out. Um, if it's not too bad. I went down and my friends were working down there and they were like you're not going home straight away got put on oxygen and all that and yesterday day before yesterday I had my asthma review mm-hmm. so I got diagnosed with asthma basically and she said 
the consultant was really worried about you because when you came in, like that was a life-threatening situation, right? Apparently, mm. because you know when you blow on that thing to look mm. at your capacity, long mm-hmm. capacity. Mine was so low, right? That I like if I had left it any longer, then I could have. I don't know. I could have. So the moral story is. When you feel like you're a bit poorly than usual, just go to the hospital or call the GP. <laughs> but you know what? In my defense, in my defense, because I've lived with this forever, I didn't know the difference of what was normal and what was so shitty that I should have gone to hospital. Mm. Now I know and I realize I've been in situations like that a lot of like Mount Fuji. I could have died there because I yeah. was having an asthma yeah. attack there. I just didn't know. Now I know all my symptoms. Now I know what to do when such and such symptoms are coming up. I will definitely seek help. Um, but I've been put on a proper asthma plan. Um, and apparently, I had, well, I stopped using inhaler. I was supposed to use it daily. I stopped using it because I never needed it. Mm. And I still don't need it. Uh, I used to go for a run and I used to, you know, not feel the wheeze at all. But um, yes, it, when I did my, so, you know, basically they do a little test kit where you have to blow into a machine and it looks at how much nitrous oxygen, uh, nitrous oxide is in your yeah, yeah. lungs. Yeah, yeah. That basically indicates how much inflamed your airways are at the minute, mm-hmm. okay? Oh my God. And Sorry, guys. I'm having a bit of current situation <laughs> here. What's the, I know someone's pinching my nipple. Anyways, carry on. Yeah. So I thought I was fine because I that was my normal breathing. I was not struggling at all. I was not breathless on anything. But even at that point, my inflammation was really high. Mm. So she was like, this is not your full... You you realize that this is not your full breathing Capacity, potential. Yeah. And I was like... I can breathe. Excuse me? I can breathe more than this? Like, what do you do? Get pure oxygen after that? Like, what... You talk about that recently. My sister is like, she's slightly deaf on the left ear. Right ear, yeah. Who? I mean, funny. Funny, but it's not deaf. Like that's that's a bit extreme. Yeah. She basically has an airwax build up, and then she's basically practically deaf. That boy. Funny, funny. again. And then um, her, uh, the people I have worked, they was trying to get certificates to clean ears. Okay? and then they were like, "Oh, don't clean the ear. We'll clean it for you as a practice mm. practice model." So she did that. No, apparently so much came out. Now the day she came out, okay, she got irritated because she could hear everything. She heard life HD. And then I was like, what? and she's like, like that. Me and mom were like, she can hear us now. So intense. And then our music in the car is quite loud. Mm-mm. Yeah. And it used to be so loud and she used to be fine with it. Okay, like, like her volume was louder than mine. Uh. And then honestly, it was on my car volume. And she was like, oh my God, why is it so loud? And I'm like, bro, because you can hear now. I want to do that now. Maybe I, I can. Too. Maybe I'm half deaf as well. I just exactly. don't know the you difference. You don't know the difference, yeah. right? I, I feel like no. Is your earwax dry or is it um wet? Mine's dry. Dry. Yeah, mm. mine's dry too. So it's always like flaking out. Fl- yeah, it yeah. does come out. I think it's the people who've got wet airwax. Oh. They they have a difficulty coming out. But you never know. You you. I'm I'm gonna. My friend is training. Anna. Uh, my friend Ronju. Is she training? Train. Yeah, she's training. Oh my god, there. yeah, please go. Let's go. Let's go together. Yeah, let's do it. Let's, let's do it. Together. Let's see how disgusting our ears are. <laughs> do you know I love watching those things on TikTok? Oh, uh, uh, yeah, uh. People popping. Oh my god, it's so satisfying. It is, it is. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I basically have more breathing capacity. So 
and I might finally get rid of my blocked nose, my blocked, like, you know, you know, I have it all year round. I don't know if it's placebo. I think it's already gotten better, but you guys are listeners and you've noticed that. Is Mina Didi always ill? Is, so, yeah. You guys will the real test or not? Is my voice now a bit clearer than sometimes when I have blocked nose? I think so. And it's only been a couple of days that I've used the mm. spray. Here's to good health this year. Oh, yeah. What's the song called this year? Blessings, money, da, da, da. it's a TikTok trend. Yeah, on this I song, thought it was. So nice. I thought it was because I'm like, I can't relate from where is this song? <laughs> but yeah, it's it's good. I like that thing. Um, But yeah, anyways, what else do we have to update? Sinojiko doga bum This was all locked. So we finally got back in. We cleaned our studio today. Exactly. Um. Oh my dad! Oh my god! Are we god. telling the old detail now? Uh, we're not. not telling the we're not telling all details because it's the it's one of the most embarrassing stories ever. Um, but <laughs> so uh, shall I just tell the story of what happened and then they will they can guess whatever they can want they want to guess. I mean, it's your dad. I don't know how much detail you want to say. That's the thing. I'll just tell what I went through. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so finally the door the door to our studio was unlocked and we were like ready to record and everything. Mm-hmm. And one Friday, um I get a call, like I get a sudden call and my sister is like, Can you speak to dad? Because he says he's gonna breathe, like he's about to pass out. And I was like, hang on a sec. So I was ten minutes away in the Wasco house. And I called him and all I hear from the other end of the line is like, ah, <laughs> I'm dizzy. I'm going to pass out. Call an ambulance. Call an ambulance. <laughs> this is my dad, right? On the other side of the line. And I got so scared, right? And I was like, okay, okay, I'm coming, I'm coming. So I called an ambulance. Like, I don't know what's wrong with the UK now, but mm-hmm. there was a queue to talk to an ambulance. I have never, I've only called an ambulance like twice in my life. And it's it was never this bad. After two minutes being on the line and driving on the road like a maniac, I got through to the ambulance and they were like, oh yeah, yeah what's happened, blah, blah. And it's like, my dad's saying he's about to pass out. Like, I don't know what he, what state he's at. And they were like, is the patient conscious? And I'm like, are you kidding me? I am not with him. I'm driving to him. And you know, that drive was so scary for me because mm-hmm. if he's passed out and has stopped breathing and he's not you know, has not breathe like has not breathed for like five minutes, then I might find a blue dead body, mm-hmm. you know, as mm-hmm. I walk in. And I was like, I did not want that outcome. And I like ran. And I also spoke to my sister who lives nearby and I was like, can you go and check on him? You might get there, before you know, you do, before right? I do because I'm stuck in traffic. And oh, it's coming back. It's coming back. It's the dust. Mm. Um, and then um, I came home. And my younger sister had just come home and was on the phone with the ambulance. I came home. I took over. And then my older sister followed for a little, uh, after a little bit. I saw him just like, he had vomited and he was like face down. And I was like, oh shit. So I, and he had lost all color. Mm -hmm. I grabbed him and I put him on the floor. And he was still breathing very slowly at that Mm -hmm. point. I was checking the pulse. I was like, go get the blood pressure machine. She, my sister ran upstairs to get the blood pressure machine. I do the, did the blood pressure and the blood pressure was like 
low. Mm-hmm. Like for somebody who has had high blood pressure, blood pressure was low. And I was like, in, in hospital, when I see one of the signs of people about to pass out, yeah. die, whatever, blood pressure starts dropping because mm-hmm. your heart's not pumping your blood anymore. And I was like, oh shit. So I grabbed his leg, put it up on a chair because obviously if you have high blood pre- uh, low blood pressure, to kind of spike it, you, you have to grab the legs and raise it up mm-hmm. uh, so that the blood kind of goes. And put it on there and he just... After a minute, he just stops breathing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my God. And in the hospital, you have your nurses, you have your doctors that can just rush to you and yeah, help yeah. you, right? And I just take the back seat. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Now at that moment, it was like me or, or nobody, nobody else. Uh-huh. And I was like, shit. And I started doing chest compressions. Mm-hmm. And I was like, dad, you are not dying on me. Like, I do not want to live with this trauma. And I was like, but the thing is, I went on autopilot. So I was like, chest compression, got it right there, no. And after like 20, 25 chest compression, he just went, <gasps> and he just came back. And I was like, okay, okay, just stay there, stay there. But he would pass out again, mm. right? Oh my goodness. I had to keep doing chest compressions every now and then. And then finally he started breathing. So I we put him on a recovery position. His blood pressure came back uh, up a little mm-hmm. bit. Then the ambulance crew came. And we were even trying to put a defib on him. I was like, oh my God. That was when the ambulance crew came, I was so relieved. Yeah. And then they did all the tests. Everything was coming out okay. Like his blood pressure, his heart rate, his oxygen level. They were all coming out okay. But he was just knocked out. Okay? Knocked out, unconscious. And I was like, oh my goodness, I don't know what's happening. So they took him to A&E and I said, I'll come in a minute. I had to pack his stuff because he's definitely going to get admitted exactly so i packed him an overnight back i came to a um, hospital as soon as i walked in that would so basically patient or when they pass out they put like a girdle mm-hmm. like, in your throat it's like a little little tube in your throat and that just kind of stops, stops the, the airway from yeah. closing yeah and i thought when i as soon as i came in i saw a little thing in his mouth and i was like oh my god has it got antib- like intubated and i was oh. like oh no 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 it's not and i was like i looked at closely and I was like, oh goodness but for some reason he was maintaining his airway he was just not wakeable okay? mm-hmm. no matter how much you shout at him no matter how much you pinch him he was not waking up and he was so in medical terms what you call is gcs of 3 so gcs is like how they look at the orientation, the alertness of the patient. Mm-hmm. They score it out of 15 and three is the lowest you can. So that means you're not responsive at all. Mm-hmm. But you're still maintaining your breath. You know? And oh, he was like that for three hours, right? And this was at seven in the evening and we were like, oh, like texting each other. Uh, but luckily he woke, he woke up after three hours, but he was still going back straight to sleep. Okay? But yeah. he was... Like, he was there. Mm-hmm. Like, you would ask him who I was. You would ask him what day it was, what time he passed out. And he would know everything. He was just very sleepy. And he slept for two days. And then he stayed in the hospital for the next two days. So he stayed in the hospital for four days. Um, they did a lumbar puncture and everything. And he's he's back home. He's safe now. He's okay. <laughs> he's <laughs> back to work, basically. Um, yeah, we're still investigating the actual, actual cause. We, we think we know what caused it, but... It's a bit embarrassing to share, so I, I think I will not share that. Um, um, and also, I don't think my dad wants to wants anybody to, to no know way. about it. But anyway, that happened. 
by the way, I forgot to tell you. What? No, I did tell you, isn't it? Like my allergy test. Yeah. Yeah. So as part of diagnosing asthma, they also do an allergy test on you, mm-hmm. and, uh, which I was always wanting to do. Is it I just gonna... food or just general? No, they test you for 14 common allergens, right? Dog, cat, trees, plants, grass, um, house dust mite. Like, I don't know who what the fours are, 14 are, but they're like the common things that you found around, find around mm-hmm. again, the things that you are... So it's not the things that you consume, but it's just the surrounding wale. It could be as well. I need to check the full results. Um, but I am allergic to 13 out of 14 of them. So Lovely. the only thing that I'm not allergic to is tree, tree copolin. Otherwise, I'm allergic to grass. I'm allergic to cats. I'm allergic to dogs. Like So much for I love nature. <laughs> I love nature. <laughs> so much for I love nature. To fucking house dust. I think so I have to have my house like spectacularly clean now. That's like probably why you always clean. have allergy, mate. Because <laughs> it's never clean. <laughs> I need to do the allergen test on food because there's like, I've noticed some <gasps> food items when I consume. What? Yeah. I'm eating olives. I forgot. You olives like, is one of it. You're allergic to olives? I think, I think it's my allergy. Okay, don't have it then. Out of the window. Oh, by the way, the, the day she was giving chest compression <coughs> to her dad, I went to this uh, market and I got, I saw olives and she loves olives neither. So I got her a basket and I was like, man, where are you? I'm going to drop olives. She's like, I'm an emergency bro. And I'm like, shit. If you had come to my house, that was five minutes after we left for um, uh, for hospital. Yeah. So you would have been in on the action, mate. <laughs> no. I would, I would have had, like, second second PTSD. When she said it, I was already, like, in a different zone. I was with my friend, and I'm completely wiped out. I was like, I've just been through this situation. I'm not the CPR part, but I've just lost my dad you know, yeah. a few months ago. I don't want another of my friend going through the same situation again. Same so I was like, oh, my God. So I was, like, texting her, okay, update, update, funded again. But, yeah, anyways. That's um whilst you were having a life's life of roller coaster journey, <laughs> I was just at home chilling. What was I doing? I'm trying to think. Um, you went on holiday with your mum and sister. Yeah, I went on holiday with mum and that sister. That was nice. It was quite nice. It was lovely, actually. It's just down Cornwall. That I, we've been to Cornwall many times. That obviously it's mum's first time, right? Mm. So we went Cornwall because we wanted to take dad there, but we did we couldn't unfortunately because every time we were planning. Um, life got in the way and all could say um then we were like okay no we need to go need to go on the head it's a um his treatment would start and since his cancer was so aggressive it was just like you know non stop non stop so we we couldn't go so i um for the longest time I was like maybe we just shouldn't go mm-hmm. but then I was like why not let's just go so we were planning to go Father's Day weekend uh-huh. but obviously Father's Day might we'd rather go see him but I'd say we just went prior to that. It was nice. Um, it was a very musical holiday. We were like singing all the way through there, all the way through back. We attended a, a show. Um, there you go. Apart from that, what happened? Well, it was a special trip for you guys. Yeah, that was nice. I guess it was a very special, nice Alhalka recovery trip, I guess. So we sort of made a pact that we'd go uh, on a holiday at least once a year as a family, if not more i know mm. and um, 
at once a year, if not more, is a lot coming from me because I personally don't like family holidays. Um, this is the probably the only family holiday I actually enjoyed because maybe it's just the three of us. Yeah. Oh my God, it's chaos. I'm always needing another holiday every time after I go family holiday. Yeah? Stress gets stress because we have this elderly people like respect Ugh. and then whoever's the youngest basically ends up doing everything yeah. and guess who's the youngest? Me. <laughs> So I'm who just, is already doing everything anyway? Everything anyway, <laughs> like it's literally simple. Kura like once go buy a <coughs> sandwich from the store. Uh huh. Even then, I have to do it. Right like, okay, yeah, yeah. So I don't know. My costo it's just very strenuous for me. Family holidays in general, but this time it was okay. Um, I guess because Manasa was there to share the same load as well, and yeah. so it was a lot yeah. better. Um, but yeah. We made a pact to do that. So oh, And the dynamics continue. of the relationship are changing as well, Lita. Mm. Because you went on holiday with people who don't really want to follow that norm of the youngest has to do a lot. Mm. The, like, you know, everything type mm. of. I mean, we're, we are, we both are still the runners of the family as in we yeah. are there in the big decisions to the smallest decisions um, of the family. We are the ones who gets things done. Mm-hmm. So it's a bit stressful when you are doing that and also trying to run a podcast. <laughs> and try to run your fucking life. Life. Oh, and new changes. I went through actually strenuous. Do you know when we decided to take a break, I was actually quite glad because you was going through exams. And oh my God. She was going through exams and I was going through a, a job interview of like the strenuous job interview of my oh, fucking life. Oh yeah. It was four intense interviews for one job. And I guess it's different when people are paying for you. <laughs> when you're paying that. <laughs> yeah. So I got it. I got it. Um, so Congratulations. Going... Yeah. So that's the life update, actually. Oh, actually, a lot Do you want to happened. tell what it is? Yeah. So uh, I've been contemplating for a while, but I've contemplated and a year and a half has passed. So <laughs> I thought now or never. Basically, I wanted to go back to uni. I think we discussed this um in beginning of the year or if yeah, not yeah. end of This was probably one of your goals as well. Like, not exactly this, but you basically wanted to jumpstart your career in something. Yeah, yeah. definitely. I mean, this was... Yura, um, basically, I was either into marketing or this. So <sighs> it was like sort of 50-50 on the line. Um, but I guess everything happens for a reason, Deb Glenna. Yeah. So I got offered... or I got offered and I saw this advert... Uh, so internally, internally, so the company that I'm working in, they had this going on. So basically, it's a social worker apprentice. And usually, they don't get paid a lot um, mm. outside. Um, and then usually, people have to go to uni for three years and then get the everything done. But since this is an apprenticeship, um, I'll be working three years, I know, like full time and going uni at the same time. So it's like full time education and full time work. Sounds a bit hectic. It's going to be a bit hectic, but it's mm. going to be worth it at the end of the day. Um, so, yeah, that's that. Um, mm-hmm. So that's what I'll be doing starting from September. So if you probably s- you probably see me enjoying my summer a bit, tad bit too much because I think this is the <laughs> only summer I'm going to enjoy for the next few years. Because later on, summer money placement, I okay? So, oh. yes, it's a shit show, mate. Oh my god! Anyways, so usually three months, someone's in the UK, right? But 
life of a social worker is so hectic. Man. I know, man. I know. It's like you get more cases than you can ever handle. Mm-hmm. The turnover for social workers is a lot because it's just, I guess, too much stress. And plus, you're dealing with people's emotions most of your job. Yeah. And it's... I, I considered this or being a therapist a lot. Yeah. But then I was like, I can't do becoming a counselor because you're mostly working alone-ish. Mm. And um, I know myself because if I'm if I'm left alone, I know what I can be. And then I thought that is definitely not the best option not for my best. mental health. So I decided to go this route. I don't know if I enjoy it, if I don't. Uh-huh. Um, if I... It's going to be an apprenticeship, so it's going to be hands-on since day one, neither. Yeah. So that's, I'll get a better idea if I want to do it or not in the first year, okay? Apparently, first oh, year is the okay. worst year. You have um the entire summer, but I'll be working, okay? Yeah. And going, like, yeah. So first year Would you, year. so your plan is to try it out for the first year and then see how it goes? Yeah, I mean, technically, I'm already, my, the goal is to finish it. Uh-huh. I know. Okay. But, uh. It gives me a better idea of if I would continue it after a year later. Oh, okay. Does that make sense? I mean, the contract is for three years, you'd say, Mm -hmm. because they have to keep the employees and obviously everyone's quitting. I know. That's that. So, yeah. That is the next venture of life. And you know, I have like one exam left, right? Mm -hmm. This exam was supposed to happen in March. I postponed it. Then it was supposed to happen last week. I postponed it again. It's supposed to happen on 1st of August now. Bloody hell. I am like, this exam, one bloody exam, it's a big one. Mm. It's done my head in so much. Wait, did they postpone it or are you postponing it? I postponed it. Why? The first time around was when... Not March. The are first time around was what? when I... It was, you know, that time when I was unwell. Mm. And after, after literally after that, I got hospitalized. Mm. It was within those two weeks. Okay, and I went to the library to revise. Revise. I just could not concentrate at mm. all. Like literally, and I thought, this is not worth mm-hmm. my, you know, health. So I was like, I would rather pay money to reset it. So I paid money to reset it. I I paid one more time to reschedule to last week. Um, last week as well, it was just, you know, what happened with that and all that. Mm-hmm. I didn't really get time to revise. And recover. And recover. So I thought I'm going to postpone it one more time. I've still got three tries left before this closes. Mm-hmm. So I thought I'm going to postpone it one more time. I would rather pay again just for my mental health sake. But this time, lucky or not lucky, they didn't charge me to postpone it, this company. So I was like, yay, meant to be. How much is it, like, per? Um, for exam, it's like 118 pounds. Wow. Yeah, but that's fine. That's not too bad. Um, but yeah, that's, I'm just hoping to get this done, you know. Um, but also on the good side, we've both gone on a holiday. Um, Have I? Yeah. <laughs> What do you my, mean? my mental state right now is like estomach estomach. And it's the weather. I hate summer. I'm sorry, oh, like yeah, yeah. I hate summer, so anything pisses me off, eh? So it's like estomach on the edge. Literally <laughs> on the edge. You could sleep, you could not sleep. Exactly. Like literally it's, it's there. 
Sometimes you just have to take a week at a time or a day at a time, isn't it? Bro, I don't know. Like, and this week I've been doing things that I don't really enjoy as much because I promised my, I pro- I promised the commitments. I made plans when I was like happy at a high, at a high, yeah. and then now you're at a low. You don't want to go. Exactly. <laughs> oh, so relatable. Well, I'm just like, oh fuck's sake, man. Like I know everyone's like concerned. Oh, if you don't want to go, you don't go. Yeah, fair enough. But sometimes you have to. <laughs> Why not? Like sometimes you technically just have to. Sometimes just for the sake of maintaining friendships and relationships, you no, just have to. No, basically go. we have work due tonight, and uh. Mm. I planned this work due, okay? <laughs> so I cannot not turn up. Do you get me? Yeah. This though, I want to plan the No, but basically someone said got him, and I was like, okay, let's just go this. Like I book this restaurant type, okay. Uh-huh. So obviously the I am the means of contact there. Yeah, yeah. So obviously it's gonna be a bit weird. Isn't it, Just if something sure. urgent happened, like no. But the plan is to go night out after. But he's all I went night out, so I'm just gonna not go night out. So I'm just gonna say I'm gonna go home because I really don't have the energy. Mm. And I don't want to turn into a nasty person. But yeah, because oh, my friend came from America the other day, so he was down here. Uh, we've been friends for like a long, long time. Mm. And we met in Nepal for 12 years. And then he's all, because he's down here, we all met, yeah, like harmless local friends. And, all. and then we met people, like basically these bunch of people who haven't hung out for 12 years. Yeah. It's mm. quite intense, it's quite fun. I went to a cool restaurant that I picked, really nice. You uh-huh. should go on a date with it. Was there. Where? Let me so know. This is in, uh, it's in China, uh, Chinatown, Soho ish area. Uh-huh. So it's like, if you like K barbecue, you love it. Yeah? Like, yeah. K barbecue, you might say, obviously, you have to grill it though. Yeah. Here it's a you don't smell like food. Oh, so but then it grows okay. it for you, and then it's like Hong Kong or sticks. It's like a stick food, get per stick charge, okay. Like, oh. and then there's beer. So it's basically sticks and beer. Nice. It's quite nice. nice. They do like pork intestines, beef tendon, etc. Uh huh. I just love how you know these ethnic food and ethnic cuisine is now taking over. You know, I just love like I'm pretty sure back in the days. Like ten years ago, we didn't see that much, or we maybe we didn't know about it that much. I don't think people were exposed because because obviously there was no social media. Yeah, or either it's just the hype, isn't it? And you get you meet more people who like food. Yeah, and then yeah. that's how you explore things. Okay, I mean mm. that's how I explore things. Oh, let me tell you about a scandalous oh incident. <laughs> I'm just thinking about what can I update you guys about. Anyways, I went on a date. I'm back on the dating app, guys. I haven't given up. If you know Mary and her dating history, she's like, I'm on an app. I'm, I'm going to find that man. And then she, uh, somebody breaks her heart and she goes you know, like, off people... the app. Then she's back on the app. It's a cycle, just is... like life. <laughs> no, this is everyone's love cycle, by the way. Everyone who's on dating app, this is the cycle. And let me just clarify to people uh-huh. who think people who are on dating apps are hoes. It's not. <laughs> why what it, happened no people generally believe that it's like, hey, dating apps. like you know you get asked you get looked what at the... like you get looked at like because you're dating several people at the same time you get looked at like your host I'm, like, I'm sorry you're not sleeping every tom dick and harry out there you're just getting to know people and what what's... do you mean like they look i feel like dating apps are just like how you meet people outside on in real life 
but it's just virtual to start with. No, uh-huh. I think it's just um, okay, because Tinder was for hookups, Tinder has bloody ruined everybody's reputation. Yeah, I mean, because of that reason, everyone thinks it's wrong. Okay, but let me remind you: were you not one of those people who were on Facebook adding every Tom, Dick, and Harry out there and telling the life story? Yeah, that's dating too, babes. I'm sorry, like you're talking, I know. Even your like friends or this still that's exactly how dating dating apps work. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You get along. If you get along, you get along. If you don't, like, you're like, bye-bye. No commitment. It's just a social media, but for dating. Either. And I mean, dating world money, how are you supposed to find your partner then otherwise? It's either your friends and family. I know. It's either a stranger DMing you. I think that's still called dating on a social media. So it's still virtual. Technically the same thing. Mm. And, or your parents are going to introduce to it. So you, every, every person you meet, you meet through a medium, right? mm-hmm. even if you meet in a restaurant, the restaurant is the medium. Do you get my point? Mm-hmm. So it's the same thing, but that's just my clarification. I don't think people would need it, but apparently they do. Anyways, I went on a date. <laughs> what? Let me just tell you how low my standards are, okay? You did what you say. Literally, I had a, I had a sit down to myself and I was like, what the fuck are you doing with your life, maybe? And then after that, I was like, okay, we need to put some boundaries on these dating apps. So my new boundaries are, mm. if I'm talking to this person for a week and if they're not asking my number, I'm just going to say unmatch them. And I've unmatched three people because they didn't ask my number. And I'm not going to ask them because I ain't doing it anymore. I've, I've, I've given that, you know, I'm a woman, I'm going to do everything, but no, apparently they don't deserve it. So I've unmatched three people, even though when I thought the conversations were going quite right. Mm. I'm sorry, not up to my standard. That's number one. Number two is uh, after two weeks of having conversation, like a good conversation, you know, if it fizzles out, not, no problem. Two to three weeks, if you have a good conversation and the person's not asking me out on a date yet, you unmatch them again. Right? And then two to three weeks? Oh, mm-hmm. two to three weeks. I mean, we don't have to go on a date two to three weeks, man. Come yeah. on, we're adults. We we take time to plan. But if this person is talking to me more than two weeks and if he's not thinking about going on a date, why are you talking to me? Yeah, yeah. Right? That's like a time waster. Exactly. Oh. And bye-bye. And then Olga is like, after my first date, if he doesn't take one of my um, values, you know, mm-hmm. I don't want to get to know this person further. So that's done. That's three. That's my new boundaries now, eh? And this date really got me thinking. So let me tell you how amazing this date was. <laughs> <laughs> so I think we were meant to meet on Tuesday night, you know? Mm. But I was like, but then he was like, can we meet on Saturday, I believe? Saturday, but again. Or was it Sunday? Okay, Sunday noon, I think. And I was like, yeah, yeah, that's fine. Because I would, like I said, I'd rather get to meet the person early, check the vibes, and if it's not my vibes, bye-bye. Mm. Okay. And we met. So I picked him up. I know. Mm-hmm. It's already, it's already, you know. Good. So it's already, um, okay. And Theodore, okay, fair enough. Like, not everyone has the luxury to have a car. Not everyone, you know. But then again, why don't you have it? Okay, anyways, long story short. <laughs> I picked him up. This man comes to my car wearing a topol. I Costa topol has a mini. Not even Crocs. Not even Birkenstock. The topol you find in Nepal go... Um, Nepal Kutori, okay, there's the, you know, not, not that the tongue wala, but you know the flap one, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nepal Kutori, no ponsani. Do you get me? That's the khaki. Yeah, yeah. And it, it wasn't even like, 
it's like basically sliders, but not Adidas, Nike, no. It's literally sliders with like Lego Kiki print here. I'm like, made a mon, yeah, yeah, I see the, yeah, like literally came out here. Do you mind changing the slippers? But obviously, you don't want to be like a rude You don't want to be rude, yeah. So we go, we go to this restaurant and then the plan, obviously it was an impromptu plan and I, I asked him. You went to a restaurant with, like proper restaurant with sliders don't, like that. Don't, don't start. So prior to the restaurant, I asked, what are we doing? Oh. And then he's like, uh, restaurants are in. And I was like, are we having dinner? And he's like, yeah. Okay, so at that point, restaurants are in. I was, you know, giving benefits that. Maybe be sure let's talk You know, like sometimes you're in a rush. <laughs> like, you know, this is how, like, nice I am. That's my issue. I'm too nice. And then later on, we go there. And then the man sat on the table. And we go to this nice French restaurant. And we sat there. And then he was... um. Nice French, French restaurant, sliders. Sliders, don't even get me started. I'm embarrassed walking there. If Divas does that, I tell him to no, you're, I'm not going to. But you guys have boyfriend yeah, and yeah, girlfriend. Yeah, we're, 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 it's a first date scenario, bro. Like, I haven't met this dude before. If this was, if this dude, I had met him in a friend circle before, and if he came out like that, I wouldn't mind saying it. Mm-hmm. But come on, like, first date, only awkward. People, some people take things offensively. Only, yeah. um... But anyways, so it gets worse, guys. So we go to this nice French restaurant and I'm sat there and he goes, oh, by the way, I'm only having dessert. So a man took me, man said, let's go to a restaurant to have dessert. And I was like, are you broke? Like in my head, yeah. Because why are you in a restaurant and then having dessert? And you invited me, by the way. I didn't say Zoom. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, whatever, bitch. And then while that, I ordered a glass of wine. I was like, I'm I'm going, I'm treating this date like how I would treat myself anyway. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I got like a, you know, crackling pork joint with like dolphin potatoes. Ooh. And he was like, oh, you eat pork? And I'm like, yeah. So it's like hardcore Christian. Oh, I don't like pork. Hardcore Christian? Oh, Christians, oh, okay. are, they don't eat pork either. Oh, I didn't know that. I yeah. Thought... And then he was like, I don't, I don't eat pork. Like, I'm like, okay, fair enough. And I don't drink either. Okay, or another red flag, by the way. If you don't eat pork, if you don't drink, you are my life. But I was there like, oh, fair enough. But then I had explained to him prior to going on a date, like, if you're religious, uh, you so you know I'm not a religious person. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, and if you are very religious, if you if you have so much faith in God and someone who is not religious, you kind of take that backseat. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. but if he's that religious, why is he not on a religious dating app? Why, why is he on a dating app where you get everybody that well you get most crazy people to most humble people on that app or not exactly why are you taking risk i told him that if that's an issue then we should just not date yeah yeah yeah. like we should just stop talking i made it clear he was like i have no issues go go and then i ordered pork and um and then he goes to the waiter saying are you christian and the the waiter goes, oh, I was raised Christian, yes, um, but I'm not anymore. So do you eat pork? Yeah. And he goes, yeah, I love pork. And I was like, he's missing out. And then waiter agrees with me. I'm looking at the waiter. Why aren't you not on a date with me? And I'm on a date with this dude. Like this man is getting less attractive by the second he speaks. Do you get it? Every word Everyone comes out speaks. is a minus point. <laughs> Literally. And the I'm just there like, oh my God, why am I here? And then he was like, Oh, oh, I don't get it. Okay, I'm like, fair enough. 
So think you don't have to get it. Exactly. Like, what is the point? You don't have to get it. You just have to respect that this person sitting in front of you has different values, and you have different values. And as long my, as she's not forcing it on you, that's fine. My point exactly. I'm not forcing him being Christian. I'm the why are you Christian? I've never questioned him neither. Exactly. I'm why never, don't you eat pork? I like, didn't. You I did never say that. And I was like, okay, whatever. I just said, well, you're missing out. That's all I said. And later he goes, oh, do you know what? Actually, my I have eaten pork. He's like, but I ordered pork thinking it was not pork. I, at this point, I'm just like, this man is just bullshit. He's just lying. He is just fucking lying. And I'm just here like, when can I get out of here? Do you get it? I didn't even get dessert because that would delay the process. I was yeah, just, let me just yeah. go home. I mean, because he was just having dessert. I didn't get starters because that felt a bit awkward. So I just yeah, got yeah. a main and we left. Anyways, during the conversation, topic of homophobia came. Okay? Happy Pride, by the way, guys. Happy Pride Month. Oh, yeah. To Happy all my Pride brothers month. and sisters out there. Homophobia came. And um, that's a big deal to me because I have gay friends. And then I was like, oh, so what are your thoughts on it? And he's like, oh, I was raised Christian, so I don't understand it. They are fighting against the nature. Mini, can you imagine the amount of like the amount of blood, um, blood my body was boiling okay. anyways we're hating the neighbor right now uh, <laughs> not like this uh, I hope so it, like if if there's a drilling noise coming at the in the background just ignore it we'll try and minimize it a little bit but anyways where were we okay homophobia Homophobic, came yeah. I don't understand it and I told him exactly the same you don't have to understand it it's like that's just how it is you know? Next time somebody says it goes against nature, tell them there are more species in the nature that are gay. And then, okay, oh my God, don't even get me started. And then after that, he followed up with, I'm an open-minded person. I nearly choked on my pork. <laughs> oh, is it? Like, oh, is it? You are? I said who? And then he goes, I'm an amazing cook. I'm like, who tried your food? Man? Myself. <laughs> And I asked her, no. <laughs> Is this guy for real? That, like, I'm not kidding. He goes shittier and shittier and shittier and shittier. Yeah. It's what ridiculous. kind of narcissism is that? Don't even get me started. I tried my food myself. Because I'm into horoscopes, you know? Yeah. And I know, like, a few bits. Oh, man, but it's just past two days ago. And that was around May. So you didn't be in Gemini. Gemini my, men are trash. Women, mm, questionable. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't get along with Gemini men. And a lot of everyone who's dated Gemini men, Gemini, Gemini men, Gemini men, have had the same manipulative, narcissistic experience. Okay? And that dude was no different. I could just, I could just smell it, reek it. Okay? And then the waiter was just feeling uncomfortable for me. And I'm just here being polite. I was like, why do I have to be so polite? Anyways, the bill came and I was like, I'll get it because you ate nothing. Yeah. Like you legit ate nothing. And he's like, no, 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 I'll play. And I was like, well, you ate nothing. And he's like, a gentleman should pay. I'm like, okay. a gentleman wearing topple. <laughs> a gentleman wears topple to a day. I'm sorry. Like, boy, he wore a shirt on the top, shorts, and then the outfit just degraded as he went lower. <laughs> Like the standard of the day. Anyways, I'm nearly like you know when I go on dates, I go for a few hours at least. Yeah. You know, this date was enough. From home to his house, 
to the date location. Date Sakira come, uh, dropped him off, came back two hours. All in How all. How far does he live from you? Literally not that far. Like 15 to 20, 15 minutes drive-ish. But the point is... <laughs> I was so done. Is this, is this the shortest date you've gone to? Shortest and probably the most trashiest day I've ever been to. I'm sorry, like it was literally trash. Like it made it made me create boundaries. Man, it's quite trash, or like. I'm sure your trashiest one is the one where he said he was okay with girls not being, you know, subject to Muslim standards, but then called you out for wearing a low top. Okay, that is another trash one as well. No, you're the only worst thing. At least you're the second date. This one's another one. Oh my God! Yeah, so. Two things I'm not dating again. Gemini men and Muslim guys. I'm sorry, nothing against Muslims, but uh, I'm not here for it. But anyways, that happened. My trash dating story. And then after that, I don't know if I I don't know if I'll ever recover from that date, to be honest. It's just Have you gone on another date after that? No. I'm I'm but I think last last year, the year before, I used to just just date a lot of people. Uh-huh. Um, just to see what my vibe is and just move on quickly. Or let's say I'm just sort of, I talk, but then going on a date is a mission for me. After that, um, it's like who do I want to give my energy to? That okay? yeah, you get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you've been through, people, I'm I think it was more of a distraction as well. Like going on date was like, I would distract myself from the home situation. Either, mm-hmm. whereas now I'm just, you worth my energy, Deborah. Ooh. But yeah, anyways, it was funny. It's funny. He's so funny. We were talking about that, and they were like, "Oh my god, Mary, the top everyone who wore top like it's just a joke now." <laughs> and it's an ick. It was blue sliders. It was ick. Oh my god. Oh my goodness. But, uh, man, I'm not like yet. Why? Why is it just? Why? Why doesn't it stay like this? And I'm sure all of life I'm sure others have this type of life as well, but they just don't get to say it out in a podcast or in a I don't know. You know, on an open platform. Izo, we were having crisis. Okay? So basically our friends say we we're we're just sort of skimming through life. I mean you know, like we're just trying to survive it. <laughs> but Amro, like our batch go say there's only few people who are married, okay? Whereas Hamra Batchman, the juniors, everyone's got married, they're happily married, they've got kids, everything. Yeah? Mm-hmm. And we're just like, what the fuck is wrong with our badge? So we just so there's only one one of the girls who's pregnant now and she's uh-huh. married and then a few girls are I think in Sarzana they're married. But apart from that, from the entire badge, everyone's just chilling in life, yeah. Mm-hmm. And some are some are like doctors, whatever. But it's just not we I mean, nobody's like, you know, Whatever you'd call like a you know successful nobody's like, made it according made to, it according to the society standards yeah. yeah I mean to be fair a few of them has made it but majority if you're talking about the ratios then they haven't yeah. so we're just like thinking yeah, what the fuck did we do wrong and then we were like in <laughs> London and just sitting so we just went to a bar and then we we're just chilling there and then everyone's like oh my god they can so cute or that girl is cute and we're just like why are we still trying to date according to the timeline. <laughs> We should have settled down, found a person by now. And we was like, no, major quarter crisis, major quarter crisis. <laughs> so that was the topic of the night. So I guess uh, apparently it's not just us. Everyone feels the same way. Sad. I guess so. I Sad. guess so. Social media does it already. I just hope nobody has to jump on their dad's chest or nobody has to deal with Exactly. I think those um, are the worst. Um, funeral and, you know, all that journey. 
Do you know what? Like, we'll have to one day. We all have to one has day. Everyone has to. It's like, we just have to brace ourselves for it, to be honest. What trauma is in it? I think I handled it better than what I thought I would have done. Mm-hmm. Because until we reached to... Until we reached A&E, I was like numb mm. on autopilot. And then the nurse that knows me saw me. And they gave me a, the tightest hug anybody could have given me. And I just started crying. That was Because me. that was like, it sank then. That was me after um, I met Ranji Didi um, the day my dad passed away. Okay, the next day actually. I think next day or last. Mm. I actually don't remember well. But I was just... No emotions, okay, like nothing. I was just doing everything. And when Ronji Didi came, she didn't even come inside. She was like outside my door. Mm. And then she hugged me. And then I just literally cried like, oh, God, again. I was like, I'm so sick of it. Because I think it was like, it was a relief that after two years, I don't have to do this anymore, Manera. Yeah. It was relief of that. I mean, people might find it very like, but you don't understand when someone's going through cancer, the whole family goes through cancer, basically. Mm. Yeah. So it was released that he's no longer suffering and we haven't got to, we haven't got someone in our head like, oh my God, the tension. Yeah, yeah. the anxiousness uh, of when is it going to happen. Home, like, anxiousness, like when, about, is it today, is it tomorrow? Like you don't know neither. The uncertainty of things. Yeah. yeah. That was the relief part of it. But there was another Another thing added, another part added onto it, basically. Yeah. Um. So the transition, I don't think I've still gone through it properly. No, I don't. Mm. I haven't. I don't think we have because we didn't have. Ha- we haven't had time. Okay. Yeah. So this yeah. trip was actually a very nice reflection for us. I might say. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Process of healing, whatever you call it, you know. Um. Yeah. But yeah, this the one it is, huh? So, don't let you think. Um. Like. Obviously, when the nurse hugged you, you felt that, you know? Yeah. And I feel like we are one of those people who are like, we don't have the time to actually sit with our feelings, okay? Because mm. life gets in the way, you're a responsible child, um, not it's that you the, have your own shit going on. It's the, it's the, um, it's the fear that you are the responsible one. And if you, if you break, if you break, what about others? Mm. But I guess we also have to kind of understand that when things happen, people will step up in their own ways. Mm-hmm. And I think my sisters um, and my, not my brother, he didn't step up that day, but, and my sisters did step up quite a lot on that day. Um, and it was a little break for me as well. And I mm-hmm. think um, what I'm trying to work at now is that I don't have to do everything by myself um, and that I can take help. And I need to trust on my sisters and my boyfriend's capabilities as well a little bit more and not try to do things and not sit with the thought that if I don't do it, it's not going to get done. Mm. That's such a wrong attitude in my life. Right? Yeah. Okay. That was, that was, that's like a... That's an attitude that you learn for a long time when you keep having to do things. Mm-hmm. But if you actually stop doing things and let other, no matter how shit they are at doing it, if you just let others do it and be like, I'm not doing it, you, you do it. it. They're going to have to learn someday. I, I was going through the exact same feelings um, 
not this week, last week or the week before actually, just before going Cornwall. So that was two weeks ago. Yeah. Um, I was going through the exact same feeling. I struggled with self-love so much that I was just like criticizing everything. Yeah. It's because great things like never happened to me. Mm. And then when I got the apprenticeship, it was like two weeks after that. It still hadn't sunk into me. Okay? Like I did this by myself on it. Okay? Uh-huh. And then and then like the same thing that you said um i'm tired of doing everything by myself with your bunny i went to that and i was like fuck it yeah um just the simple chores around the houses this daughter and also the things that you know when something good happens to you 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 don't believe it you feel like there's something else coming something else bad that's gonna yeah, happen to me in return for getting so this good and i, I think, as i said to you no mm. literally we're so used to being in bad situation that when something good happens, we get out of our comfort zone. That's why we feel anxious okay, in mm. the in a good spot where whereas we shouldn't feel mm. anxious. But and I think it's the thing as well. Like we were deep down conditioned as a child. They didn't ask Bollywood's horse type okay? <laughs> You know, and it's literally that though. The no, bloody no, like, cultural saying. It's of, like literally you know, you've got something good that you want in your way. Now you're going to cry tomorrow. Like, you what what's next if i'm gonna cry i'm gonna cry well i'll deal with it when it comes exactly so i let's say um i mean this year's goal was to put myself first and halfway the year i don't know where the half of the year has gone like honestly it's a six monthly appraisal (laughs) (laughs) at synergy (laughs) and then um if the self-love was five like top ultimum I think I'm still at 1.5, like so for nine. Yeah. yeah, I feel like I could definitely do better. I never give five on five anyway, so four is the highest, you know? So mm. I, need, I think I could definitely do better. But then again, that's the thing, like you're expecting yourself to do better all the time. Yeah. So it's, it's, that's, yeah. a, that's a whole loop again. I think I'm at a good, solid four and a half. And that has got to do a lot with how Diwash loves me so much. Mm. So much. Not mm. showing off, but it's just that I know that... It must be nice. <laughs> it must be nice. <laughs> right after somebody said, I am a 1.5, I'm like, I am 4.5. No, I, no, I'm, I wasn't even about the 4.5 part. You said someone loves me so much. <laughs> it must be nice. <laughs> just come, I just have days that come with top of. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just glad that if my guy go tries to go out in topple, I just tell him off. (laughs) But you guys are like in a relationship; it's a different story. Yeah, but doesn't mean you have to slack off, like in appearance and all. You can tell. You can tell him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Technically, I I should be able to tell as well, but still, like, come on, it's a bit rude, yeah, no. But you know what, Mary? When I first met Diwash, he used to do that kind of stuff as well, and I didn't tell him. I just, you know, tolerated it, but. After, after, yeah, but you, I, I, it's mate. You just have to take some embarrassing. You have to do a few embarrassing things to get the guy you want, and not this guy. This guy is like the Manchester opening, but Dewas had a good core. Like it was his appearance that was in my eyes lacking, which I have helped him change a lot, mm. and he was open to change as well without any offense. Um, sometimes 
if you find a good man with a core yeah, appearance, that it can be fixed. Man, I don't even look at appearance, bro. <laughs> That's not even my thing. I don't even look at the good-looking guys. I just think they're very shallow. I'm really sorry, you know. <laughs> they have no personality, most of them. Some of them, like, well, like, it hasn't come across me. So, the fact that this boy doesn't even have Roop and Bidrago Goop, <laughs> what is he presenting here? And, oh my God, don't even get me started. You know how I love fragrances, you know? Yeah. I mean, I'm very sensitive to fragrances, like... Some I love, some I just don't. So I stick to the ones I like. Uh, this man uh-huh. was drenched from perfume head to toe. The whole car was smelling like him. I mean, sorry, disgusting way, my guy. I could not, I was like, you know, air freshening my car, I left the door open for so the smell would go away. And here I am, you know. The smell of trouble. It's honestly, here I am. I went, uh, so there's this perfume, you know, I told you like 230 pounds for what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, you so we went to the shop there just to browse. And once oh, but I did sort of test or do whatever. I came here. I am smelling luxurious, smelling nice for this date, and my date comes out like that. Got like self esteem. I my rock bottom. Do you know after that day, I came home and I ate with the mom. Bad kai they go my hole. Well, after the delicious meal. Yeah, because it wasn't enough. Like, the stress kid, like, why why the fuck did I do this? Like, yeah. I and mean, that's how I comfort my emotions. I had a whole meal with my mom. I was like, this is what food should be. This is how a company should be. Not that. Oh but it was funny. God. Anyways. Yes. Um, I just hope you guys enjoyed our update and our little ranting for a little bit. I think we needed this. As we've told you already, this is also one of our therapy sessions, like talking to a camera and, you know, people reaching out to us saying, oh, I could relate to this. Mm -hmm. I could relate to that, Mm -hmm. you said. Um, And I'm glad we're back to this. We probably needed it a little bit. Exactly. And and please, like, if you're a man out there, stop saying you're open-minded, you're a gent, you're not a misogynist when you are, okay? Like... There's nothing more unattractive than <laughs> saying you're not. Just, if you are, just fucking admit it, or not? Why not? I'm a homophobic. Why not? Why not? Like, just admit it. Why are you saying I'm open-minded? I'm all this bullshit. Like, no, no. I think we've opened a can of jar in this podcast today. <laughs> we have many. Honestly. No, I'm pretty sure. Can of jar? Can of worms? What the? What did I say? Can of jar. Yeah, I think we've opened a can of worms today. Um, I feel like Mary's gonna... Keep moaning about this person even when the camera is shut down in a minute. But I, think, I think I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna talk about this person to every single person to make sure the standards aren't as low. Basically, um, yeah. But then it's like I didn't know he was that bad until I met him in the video. Yeah. I'm glad I wasn't talking to him for like what two weeks prior to this. How long did you waste, talk to him before you went and date something? Him? Oh, okay. Maybe maybe 10 days. Did you ask him out or did he ask you? He out? asked me out. He asked me out on a dinner when he wanted to eat fucking dessert. <laughs> Alright, I hope you enjoyed today's podcast, guys. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> nice seeing you. We'll see you on the next one. If you want more on the story, Mary is more than happy to DM, DM you. you. Back. Just DM her no, and that, then you'll probably... That's it. There's nothing more than that. Bye. I will see you next time. Bye.